Hey, hey, friend. Ooh, I'm excited about this episode today because either you have asked yourself this, you are currently asking yourself this, or you will in the future. And I think we all fall into all three of those categories, maybe possibly even at once. But first, before we get started, last week, I launched the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling course over at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. And so you got a little bit of a taste of it. And today, what I want to do is I want to explain to you the difference between Beginner's Guide to Homeschool and Clarify Your Homeschool and how those two fit together, because I don't want there to be any confusion. Okay, so the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling is for moms who are thinking about homeschooling, definitely going to homeschool, or if you have started your homeschool, you might be a year or two into it and you are floundering, you're feeling lost, you're not excited about homeschooling, and you really didn't do the hard work beforehand to really set up a good foundation. That's who Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling is for, and you can get all the more information about it at littlebylittlehomeschool.com. Now, clarify your homeschool. It is going to have all of that that I just mentioned. Like It's for all of those same people, as well as anyone who has been homeschooling for even more than a few years, and you just kind of jumped into it, didn't really think much about it and just started doing it. And maybe you're four or five, six years in and you're like, I'm, I, I'm not feeling this anymore. I kind of want to quit. I don't have, you know, resources or support. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. And Clarifier Homeschool is a great fit for those moms. Maybe you're somewhere there. You're like, I could do either one. Well, then what I want you to do is I want you to check out littlebylittlehomeschool.com as well as clarifyyourhomeschool.com and figure out what do you want right now? Do you just want a simple get her done fix right now? Let's just get started because in as little as one week, you could be up and running with your homeschool and beginner's guide to homeschooling. Clarify your homeschool. You could do the same thing. However, beyond just that initial foundation of setting it, Clarify Your Homeschool is a way to support you for the many years to come when it comes to homeschooling. So that's going to be the big difference right there, as well as just figuring out what kind of fits in with your budget. What support do you need? What further information do you want? Are you looking for community or are you just kind of looking to get her done with Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling? And both of them are fantastic. Both of them are going to give you amazing results and you're going to be way ahead of where I was and way ahead of many homeschool moms from, you know, say my generation from where, who are homeschooling at the age and the level that we are right now, as well as other homeschool moms that you just kind of look around at that are really just winging it. If you're tired of winging it, or you don't want to wing it, you're going to check out either one of the courses. So littlebylittlehomeschool.com for beginner's guide to homeschooling or clarifyyourhomeschool.com. All right, let's dive into today's episode about how to know once and for all that you are doing enough in your homeschool. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. 
If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. The question of, am I doing enough, is huge in homeschool circles. We have all thought it, like I mentioned earlier. You have thought it before, you might be thinking it right now, and if you're not, you probably will at some point in the future. It's okay to ask this question. However, it's not okay to dwell on this question and to get stuck and to say to yourself, am I doing enough? And then just freeze and then do nothing about it. There has to be some type of action associated with this question. Am I doing enough? Well, let's figure it out. Let me tell you a little bit about some of the rocky years of my homeschooling way back in the day. I would find out what maybe a friend was doing homeschooling. I would read a book. And again, back in the day, I mean, I, I mean, I guess maybe there was, there was YouTube, but it just wasn't what it is now. So my resources were very limited, but from the limited that I had, I would feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I would go to a homeschool convention and the speakers were phenomenal. And I would say, I would go to like even just five different speakers and they all had really amazing things to be able to add into your homeschool. There is no way with the basis of what I was doing with homeschooling to add in five different people's ideas on how to homeschool and their different um, platforms and resources. Again, there is nothing wrong with any of those, but to suddenly add five of them in, my poor kids, I think they had whiplash from quite a few years there. They were overwhelmed and we would get to the point where I'm trying to do so much and they were miserable and I would throw my hands up in the air think to myself that it was them. It was their fault. They're not getting it. They're not being cooperative. And that I would just send them outside, go play. We're done. And throw my hands up. Nope. Problem wasn't them. They were children. They have minds of children. They can't comprehend. They can't, they can't whiplash so quick. Okay. It was me adding too much. Again, not that those things are bad, but I was feeling like I'm not doing enough. These other moms, they're doing X, Y, and Z. Well, that mom's doing X, that mom's doing Y, and the other one's doing Z. And here I am trying to do X, Y, and Z all together. And so today I have five points for you. Some of them are questions, and I would love it if you get a piece of paper out, get out maybe your homeschool mom notebook. I know you probably have one somewhere that you scribble notes down and ideas. And I want you to write these down because I want you to think about them a little bit now, but more so I want you to come back to them maybe later today, or especially when you're questioning, am I doing enough? Okay, the first one is actually a question, and it's one that I like to ask, and here it is. Mama, I want you to think about what grade your kiddo is in. Maybe you have multiple kiddos, just think of one, or you can do all of them, ask this question for each one. So I'm just going to pull this out. Say you have a fourth grader. I want you to ask yourself, how much do I remember from fourth grade? (laughs) Well, let me see. If you went to public school, you could probably remember your teacher's name. I remember my teacher's name. You probably remember some of the kids in your class. You might be able to picture your classroom. You may remember a couple of subjects you took. You probably remember what the playground looks like and the cafeteria, maybe the gym. Uh, Maybe at that age, you started doing some type of musical lessons. But what facts do you remember? Now, fourth grade was probably a great year to really solidify math facts and that you're still using now today. 
and as well as hone in your reading skills. Yeah. So those are things that, yes, you're still using from fourth grade. However, think about all of the facts or the information that you are feeling pressured to cram into your kid that they should be able to regurgitate and they should just know. Do you remember learning those things in fourth grade? Yeah, you might have learned different things. Years go by and the scope and sequence differs. However, how much do you remember from fourth grade? I really want you to think about that. And then take a step back and think about all of the things that you feel are so important that you have to add to your homeschool year. And they might be good things, but are they things that are going to carry over and are they going to be memories? Is this a way of bonding your family or is it just a way of trying to keep up with the Joneses and the Joneses they go to public school? Number two here, I want you to keep this in mind. We cannot teach them everything. Spoiler alert, the public school is not teaching them everything. It's not possible to teach a child everything. Do you, mom? Do you know everything? Nope. I don't know everything. How can we expect our kiddos to have to know? And and what is this everything that they have to know? What is everything? We're going to go stick with the fourth grade here. What is the everything that a fourth grader has to know? Who came up with this list? This thought comes from our school mindset because we are focusing on what are they doing? Oh, this must be the benchmark that the school system has. They have the higher knowledge. They know exactly. Those that put together this scope and sequence and all this information, what they need to know at certain times. So going back to also what I said there in number one, stop comparing to the Joneses what they're doing. We cannot possibly teach them everything. It is impossible. Only God knows everything about the world. And we're not God and we're not going to become God. So that is impossible to do. And we have to realize, again, number one and number two here are together. How much do you remember from that grade and understanding we can't teach them everything? What is it that you do want to teach them? Number three, this ties it together. Also, is that I don't want you to compare. So stop comparing to other homeschoolers. So we've talked about here comparing to the state school system. Stop comparing to other homeschoolers. I know, remember that mama who's doing X and the one who's doing Y and the one that's doing Z. We put all three of those women together and we combine her into one super homeschool woman mom. And we're saying she's doing X, Y, and Z. No, she's not. That's just the way that our brains work. Because... You know, we're looking at technology. Now, if you were to meet three different women and they are standing in front of you and this I do X, I do Y, and I do Z, you wouldn't put them together. However, our brains, I'm convinced of this, our brains, when it comes to technology, we're getting 15-second sound bites and we're getting this, we're getting that. We put it together because it's not reality. I mean, yes, those people are real and it is reality what they are doing. However, our brains don't always know. Again, I'm. Uh, there might be some scientific evidence of this. I'm just kind of going on my gut right here. And maybe you see it as well. If you have scientific evidence, send me an email. Let me know. I'd love to know that I'm not crazy here in just speaking out loud. But we just tend to do this and put people that we see online all together as one. But if we were to meet multiple people, you go to, say, your co-op or you go to a play date. And this mom gives this idea and this one, this idea and this one, this idea. You don't put those three. You don't put all three of them together, you know that that my friend so-and-so does this, my friend so-and-so does this, and the other friend so-and-so does this. 
I can't come up with names off the top of my head right now. I don't want to offend anybody by <laughs> making up names and it's actually your name. So stop comparing to other homeschoolers. Do you. Do what your family is. You know that your family is unique in certain ways. Understand they're going to be unique when it comes to homeschooling. Number four, and this ties into it, is I want you to really, really, really know what are your family's goals? So that kind of ties into number three is don't compare to other homeschoolers. You can do that more effectively by not, com- by not comparing more effectively by knowing what your family's goals are. So what are your family's goals overall? What kind of atmosphere do you want to create with your homeschool lifestyle through the entirety of it? What are your family's goals for each kiddo when they graduate from high school? What are your goals maybe to accomplish during middle school, during elementary school? So really think of those things and, and how, how can you do that? Do your goals include a very academically rigorous education? Well, then that's going to, if you look at that's what my goal is, well, that's what you have to incorporate every single year. Is your goal to create a more relaxed family style lifestyle? And these don't have to be opposite ends of the spectrum. Maybe you want to homestead. Maybe you want to be a little more self-sufficient. And so your goal is to teach your kids how to do that. Uh, A goal, a very worthy goal is to pass on your morals, your values, your theology, your belief in the Lord. Well, how do you do that? You don't just suddenly the day before they graduate from homeschool, start talking to them about that. No, that's a process. All of these things are a process. So what are your family's goals? And then look back, like count backwards. And then each year you do what you need to, and that will be enough in that area of study. So what are your family's goals? This is a huge thing that I'm working with the moms that are in Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling, as well as Clarify Your Homeschool. If you don't know your goals, if you don't know where you're going, you don't even know how to get there. And I started off my homeschooling without having those goals. And that's why I'm super passionate about making sure that the moms that I work with have those goals because you're setting yourself up for success and a sweetness and a richness to your homeschool that you wouldn't otherwise have. Okay, number five here. When you are asking yourself, am I doing enough? The next question I want you to follow up with is, uh, as well is, do you feel peace? Do you feel peace about what you are doing? What is causing you to feel unsettled peace? Again, is it comparing to what the public school is doing? Is it comparing to what other homeschoolers are doing? Why don't you feel peace? Really wrestle with that a little bit and figure out if it's something that you are allowing to infiltrate your mind and your heart, or maybe you're feeling like a lack of peace because you know, because we can go to the other end of the spectrum here where we are trying to cram so much in. And the other end of the spectrum is just feeling overwhelmed by maybe making some decisions or not knowing what the next step is or how to even get to a point where you are doing enough. And there's a little bit of negligence that is brought into that. Well, it's just kind of like, well, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to not do anything. I'm going to let them just kind of go off and I'm not going to take the time to think about it because it is, it does take a lot more time, a lot more effort and a lot more in, in intentionality. So do you feel peace? If you're feeling like you're not settled with peace, possibly you are at the other end of the spectrum there and you aren't doing enough. And so it's a really good question to ask yourself, am I doing enough? And you might sometimes say, no, I'm not doing enough. 
And you need to figure out what do I need to do? Talk to your husband, ask him to help hold you accountable, ask him to give you the time to prepare for your homeschool week. Ask him to support you in other ways. Maybe he can come alongside you. Maybe a good option for your family is to join a co-op so that once a week you have something that you're going to that's going to give your kids, pour into your kids. Maybe they'll have some homework. Usually that's just reserved for the older grades, high school or so. But get yourself some accountability and also pray. Ask the Lord for perseverance, ask him for guidance, ask him for the will to do so. And sometimes the days are just, they're long and they're hard. And I I know that as, as a fact, but those long, and I've said this before, those long and those hard days, you'll forget about them someday. And eventually you'll just be left with the sweetness of knowing that you spent this time of homeschooling your kiddos and just be glad that you did so. The time goes by fast. So if you're feeling uh, not at peace, you're feeling like I'm ignoring some things that I really should be doing with my kids, I want to encourage you to do those things because someday you'll look back and you'll be glad that you took the time to do it. Now, this doesn't have to do with homeschool, but I'm just off the top of my head thinking of when I was pregnant with our third, my middle kiddo, he was three and (laughs) he was my, he was always my very passionate child is what we said. He was got to be a bit of a handful at three. And I was very, very pregnant. I remember being like seven months pregnant with my third. And I was was huge that my, yeah, I just remember that he was getting to be more of a handful and he was getting away with things because I was, my belly was so huge. I was so exhausted. And I said to myself one day, I was like, he's just going to get worse. He's going to continue to have really bad behavior and it's, he's going to be, he's going to continue to be more disrespectful and this is just going to get worse. It's not going to get better if I'm just sitting here on the couch yelling at him. That doesn't work for him. I have to go over there and I have to grab his arm and I need to speak directly into his face, eye to eye, breath to breath. It's just what I know I need to do. And so he was getting away with things doing, I don't even remember specifically, but I can still picture in my mind sitting on the couch and being like, all right, get up, girl. I got up. (laughs) He's he's an amazing young man now. And we laugh about stuff now, but I kind of remember the look on his face like, oh no, (laughs) she moved. She's coming for me. I went over and, you know, grabbed his arm. We sat down probably in a chair, not on the floor. At that point, there's no floor sitting. But it was just, I had to take that moment of like, I was not feeling at peace with my parenting of my three-year-old. And I had to get up. I had to get up and do what I knew I needed to do. And it took a while to turn around. He's always been my kid that I have to get up still. I got to get up. We got to get, you know, we got to be eye to eye and we go toe to toe. And um, I have no idea who he's like at all. (laughs) He's not like his dad, we'll say that. But if you're not feeling at peace when it comes to motherhood or homeschooling, take a look and see if maybe you're feeling overwhelmed and you're just ignoring some aspects of things you know that you need to do. All right, real quick, let's go over those again. Write these five down if you didn't before on how how to determine, am I doing enough? The first one is I want you to ask yourself how much you remember from the grades or the ages that your kiddos are. Number two, We cannot teach them everything. It's not possible, okay? Number three, stop comparing to other homeschoolers and do you, do your family's homeschool lifestyle. 
Number four, what are your family's goals? If you've never worked those out, you need to work those out and then look back as to what is going to, what needs to take place in order to achieve those goals. Some things might need to be gotten rid of because it doesn't lead to reaching those goals. And number five, do you feel at peace with the way that you are homeschooling right now? If you are looking for anything more in depth when it comes to this subject and my support of you and your homeschool, go head over and check out Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling at littlebylittlehomeschool.com or Clarify Your Homeschool at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And if you are not in the Facebook group, you have got to get over there, jump in, be able to ask questions, answer questions, form community, and be able to talk with other homeschool moms that are like-minded like you. You can get into that group. Just check out the link in the show notes. And I'll see you back here again on Thursday with another brand new episode. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.